A Japanese Dream in 79 Letters. An epistolary novel by Martin Glimmon. This is episode 12 out of 14. The text will be read by a machine. Therefore you may notice some mispronunciation, from time to time, especially when foreign languages are involved, like French, German, Dutch, and so on. And there is another item, I want to bring to your attention, because the letters were written by a Japanese native speaker, and were given to me, to publish them as they are, it may occur, that you will hear some semantic, or idiomatic errors. However, the text can be understood easily and you will not be disappointed about that, I guess. 65th Letter Kyoto, November 1, 1976 Dear Hubert, thank you very much for your letter, and the book of Bataille. Both have arrived at the same time. I'm so glad to have it, and it is really such a delight, to get a book by email. But did the bookshop send it to me, directly? I don't think so. And I'm also very glad to hear, that you are quite alright now. These days, I sometimes imagine, your very cold winter, which you had last year. When writing to you, in this cold season, it seems to me, as if there didn't exist a summer, and I feel, I'm repeating this, year after year. I believe, it's because of the autumnal season, which agitates me, and makes me speak a lot of nonsense, just as Mosotin Kimu, Lei, Trenje, killed the Arab, because of the heat of the sun. Now, I'm in the last chapter of this book, and I'll start Jay. But higher a couple of days later. Is Histoire de Loyal an independent story, from other stories, in this book? Aren't you yet in the high spirits, like in last June? I think, life is made us too lonely. I recently feel like sharing this loneliness, with the person, whom I love. I thought, in Utrecht that solitude becomes me, and now, I am living in the almost complete solitude, apart from my family. I want to have my own castle, alone with somebody, with whom, I feel like living together. But it won't be realized, because I am an especially difficult person. I'm going to sit for the exams, of three universities, in all, but today I phoned up, one of them, to know, that it doesn't accept a dissertation, rewritten, I'll have to present my old graduation thesis, if I want to sit for the exam. It was a shock to me, to some extent, because that old one, is out of the question, in my opinion. I'm getting a very pessimistic view of the result, of all those exams. But still, I'll go on living, for the time being. You said, that you're not yet sure, if you go on, staying in Holland. But have you already thought out an alternative? I'm a little bit surprised, that you were caught by the police, because of ignoring the traffic light. Isn't the spot in question, the traffic light, quite near the bridge, on the way to the Mensa, where you used to ignore it? Now I'm losing all the confidences in the exams. But till the end of January, I'll have to do a lot of things. I have to read an English linguistic book and, maybe, an anthology of poetry. Sometimes I'm almost overwhelmed by the nostalgia for Europe. By the way, your TV, is still alright? So, here I'll terminate this a little bit, gloomy, letter. Hope to hear from you soon. Namiko. 66th Letter. Kyoto, November 12, 
1976. Dear Hubert, I hope, you've not forgotten me, already. I'm reading J. Butai's Histoire de l'Oil. When I first read it, I couldn't get used to his way of writing and to what he writes. But now, I'm quite used to it, so it doesn't disturb my senses much. But still, I imagine, if it is put on in a movie, or in a theater, I couldn't watch it. Or, if I read it, in the Japanese version. If it's already translated here or not, I don't know. I'll give it up, after several pages. But thanks to my lack of French knowledge, I can manage it, without getting into much trouble. By the way, do you know the meaning of, footer, in a noun form? My French dictionary is not detailed enough, to read George Bataille. But I still don't know, why you like him so much. Anyway, his book shows me a new, but quite unusual world, which I haven't known of, so far, and of which I haven't even imagined, that it existed in this world. Well, these days, I'm quite shutting out myself, from the world. Though, I've had more than twenty winters in my life, I shrink away, whenever the cold season comes. But, maybe, in Japan, it's warmer, than in Europe, in autumn, for the other night, when I watched TV, a girl from Ireland said, that it's much warmer in Japan. She is a singer, named Dina or something, do you know her? Now, I'm again hesitating, whether I should leave my parents home next spring, or not. In fact, I do feel like leaving it, but it will cost me a lot of money, I'd rather save the money, to be spent for that purpose, for my next trip to Europe, because I'm eager to stay in Europe, at least for one year, next time. And I want to realize this dream, before I become 30. But still, my parents' house bothers me, except for the point, that I can study, there, quite comfortably. And I haven't any interest, in any other city, in Japan, except Kobe. But on the other hand, I feel, it's high time for me, to leave here, otherwise I'll be rotten. When I entered the university, I didn't, because, I thought then, in the same way as now. When I left the university, I thought again in the same way, seeing more advantages, than disadvantages, in staying at home. And next year, this will be the last chance for my great decision, if I miss that chance, I'm afraid, I'll never be able to do it. But still, I hesitate, and hesitate, though there are still a few months time to decide. So to speak, I'm fallen into a dilemma. And there's another dilemma, the freedom, or the marriage. Though, at the moment, I don't have any intention to marry, nor is there, yet, any suitable partner, I sometimes feel so urgently, that I want a companion to talk with, to live with, because life is so short, and too lonely, to be endured alone. As a matter of fact, I've lost much interest in suicide. Life is not worthwhile for one human being, to be suffered at so intensely, it's too meaningless, to be given a suicide. So I want to enjoy it, at least, while young. And after that, I have no hope. Thus I concluded, but this isn't a final conclusion, and maybe, I'll choose suicide, someday, suddenly. My sister-in-law is now in Kyoto, waiting for her childbirth, after one month. Today, she came to my house. 
I have nothing to talk about with her, so I don't go downstairs. Last week, when she and her husband stayed here, I deliberately refused to see her, enduring upstairs my natural urgency to piss for a couple of hours and having neither breakfast nor lunch. It was unusual for me, I know, but sometimes I just can't stand even to see her face. After they gone, my mother accused me so severely for my behavior, though I protested that I didn't bother them a bit. It's they who bothered me a lot. I don't think what I did was absolutely right, nor do I mean to make an excuse of myself. But at least I think they have no right to accuse me, as far as I didn't bother them at all. I feel it's rather me who is a victim, but I don't say anything about that. And at one time, my mother complained that I don't call my sister-in-law a sister. I call her names, and I can't make myself call her my sister merely because of the legal relations. And when she parted, her husband, they must live separately for a few months. I don't think she felt sorry in any sense. It's because they didn't marry out of love. For her, it seems parting her husband is nothing. I know very well that you don't like this subject about my so-called sister, but it's only you. That I can talk to about this, for I've stopped washing our dirty linen in public. So please spare me. I'm quite all right, though I'm chronically depressed. In fact, since I don't hear from you for quite a while, I wonder if you are away from Utrecht or too busy or too depressed again. I don't hope either of these. Hope to hear from you soon. Namiko, sixty-seventh letter. Kyoto, November 16, 1976. Dear Hubert, thank you very much for your letter. Since I hadn't get any for two weeks, I was worrying if something happened to you. Last night, before going to sleep, I hit upon an ominous idea that you committed suicide. But this afternoon, I came home from Osaka to find your letter in the letterbox, and I'm so glad that you're feeling very fine again. So you seem to recover at last, your healthy self, which should be your attribute. Well, last Sunday, my canary died. He was with us nearly for thirteen years. A couple of hours before his death, I saw him at the edge of the food box, plunging his head in his body, motionless. My father discovered him falling down on the floor in front of the food box. His legs were already stiff. And his closed eyelids are quite wrinkled, but the orange and white color of his feather still looked so fresh as if he was still alive. But his body was already cold. We buried him under the soil, and my father gave him some water over the soil. I think it was better for him to die because he looked so weak these days and looked painful. But whenever I pass the empty place where he used to be. I feel really lonely. For whatever a small creature it may be, if you live with it for such a long time, you can't help feeling lonely for its death. I think he got already blind shortly before his death, for he couldn't land on the perching stick exactly. And at one time, he perched on my hand, thinking it was his stick. Even 
Now, when the evening comes, I, unconsciously, find his cloth, to cover his cage with. So, this is the story, about my canary. I imagined, how my parents will grieve, if I die. Death is such a hard reality. I can really feel, that it's soon eternal journey. Recently, I was terribly in a law temper, but today, I went to Osaka, and I could have a good relaxation. So, now, I'm in a very good mood. Your letter doubled it. At the institute in Osaka, I heard, that one Japanese lady got a MA, degree in literature, at Dublin University, after two years study, there. I think, she studied extremely hard. A couple of years ago, she also attended Oxford Summer School, at Somerville College. She was financed by that institute, for two years. Today, I bought three books, spending about 40 guilders. By the way, have you heard, recently, from Miss Dr. Murray? Myself, I haven't written her any letter, since I came back. About George Butire, I'm still halfway through it. Do you think, it's a really beautiful book? It looks too sore. Just now Marcel hung herself. I don't think, the boy doesn't love, either Simone nor Marzell. Is it really George Butai's view, that, at the top of love, comes death? Anyway, his book is too realistic. As for the Japanese movie, you mentioned, in your last letter, I heard of that, once. The reason, why it has a French title, is probably that Enoshima, produced it in France, and, maybe, it's still prohibited, to put it on, here, in Japan. He is a very famous movie producer, here, in Japan, as well. Incidentally, has any of J. Butai's works, ever been put into a movie? I think, I'm fairly enjoying reading Butai. I think, if I can bear him, I'll become more fond of D.H. Lawrence. He seems to be more orthodox. Because the book is the one, which you send me, with your sign, I appreciate it, all the more. I'll take care of it, far better, than any other book, in my collections. Now, I'm a little bit troubled, because it seems, that there are very few universities, which will accept a rewritten thesis. If there doesn't exist any at all, I feel, like giving up, taking any exam. I'm not yet sure. As a matter of fact, I've already written 20 pages, for about two months, though, I have to check it, more thoroughly. I'm really getting angry, about the absurdity, of the Japanese university systems. But most probably, I'll sit for one, or two exams, whether they accept the rewritten one, or not. Have you absolutely decided, to continue to stay in Holland? Though, it is certainly worthwhile, to accomplish one thing, don't you think, it's a little bit unpleasant, to pursue the thing, that you don't like much? From you, I really learnt a lot. You're always trying to seek a better way, but do you think, that your way, which you're seeking, is getting seen more clearly and fixed? Or, I wonder, if we have to keep trying to find the way, if we don't want to be satisfied with one thing, all our life. But I think, that it will be more difficult, to change one thing, as we grow older, so we have to do it, while young, on the other hand, we can't, absolutely, draw a line in our life which decides to stop seeking, 
Maybe I'm still seeking too much in life. Maybe I'm an irreparable idealist. But anyway, enjoy yourself, as much as you can. And take care of yourself, lest you should catch cold. Namiko. P.S. An Englishman, living in Japan, said, that, whenever he comes back to England, he catches hay fever. 68th letter. Sunday, November 21, 1976. Dear Hubert, I've just finished George Butai's Histoire de l'Oil. Well, I was most moved by the passage where they found the priest with his verge. Rose, E. Dure, after Simone's confession. Three of them, the narrator, Simone, and Sir Edmund, seem very cruel, in a way, but they are also a little bit comical. But the scenes, after her confession in the church, were too much for me. It was almost unreal, but what is curious about this book, is, that it is real, and at the same time unreal. I think, it was brilliant of Jay. But I had to say in the book, that the sacred bread is sperm of Christ, and the wine is urine. I've never known such a complete, terrible atheist, as Bataille. I don't know much, about his career, and background. The literary dictionary, that I consulted, doesn't mention any of his novels, but only his essays. So, I imagine, that the present age, emphasizes only his erotic aspect. I'll read other two stories, contained in the pocketbook. But after finishing, Histoire de Loyal, I found, bitterly, that my French knowledge is, by far, insufficient. Will you tell me, what an camp de torture is like? There is one more thing, that I want to ask you. Will you explain the literary term? Erlieb T? Reader, to me? I think it's German. It's nothing to do with Bataille, though. Incidentally, I have to correct what I said about that Japanese movie. It's now put on, even in Kyoto. But I have no intention to see it. And it was produced by Japan and France, cooperatively. Well, now, the social atmosphere is a little bit exhilarating, because of the coming election in Japan. Are you going to skate on the canal this year? Is there already ice there? I sometimes feel like coming back in your pocket again. When I'm in Japan, I long for being abroad. I'm now reading a book about Japan, one after another, written both by the Japanese and by the foreigners. I want to establish my self-identity. Although, my ideal is to be a cosmopolitan, it's so unsteady to wander between two or more than two different cultures. I like European culture so much. If you say that you're in the center of the world, I wouldn't be angry anymore. But I can't deny Japan, completely, because it is my home country. It's almost one's instinct, to defend it, in one way or the other. I think, I'm quite involved in Europe. The Japanese people, without much interest in it, will never know such a bunch of complex, and confusing emotions, and thoughts about Japan and Europe or the world, as I have daily. In that sense, they haven't changed since 100 years before. Their smaller universe is perfect by itself, and they content with their little world. Though, nowadays, people, here, in Japan, seem to be much dissatisfied with the society. I found out, 
that it's not only me, but almost all the Japanese, who have been abroad, that speak fiercely ill of Japan. But on the other hand, the people, who are satisfied with Japan, never know, the splendor and beauty of the other world. So I'm both, lucky and unlucky. To feel things, as the Europeans do, is very difficult, or almost impossible for me, but I'm fortunate, that it helps me, approach it, little by little, by seeing things through your eyes. So, in that respect, you're essential to me. Recently, I read in the paper, that the EC, is regarding Japan as their potential enemy, in the economical world. I think, it's partly, due to the geographical distance, lack of true understanding. The paper says, that it suits their convenience, to do so, for they can regard, neither the United States nor the Middle East, as their potential enemy. So, I'm quite alright, at least for today. I hope, everything is going well with you, too. Namiko. 69th Letter. Kyoto, November 23. 1976. Dear Hubert, thank you very much for your letter, 16th. Today is our national holiday. I slept till noon. It's quite chilly, recently, but it's not, yet, a real winter. I'm now reading George Butthai's, Madame Edwarda. Have you read that, too? It's not only, because it's written in French, that I read his book. It's chiefly because it's a recommendation book by you. I came to feel, that his book gives me a kind of catharsis, to my suppressed emotions. Days are flying away, terribly fast. Although, every day is almost the same, and during a day, I sometimes feel bored, days are disappearing into, God knows where, ceaselessly. I can't seize the reality. Even, if knowing, what I'm doing now, concretely. It wouldn't make any sense, if it is seen in a wider perspective. I think, to live comfortably, depends upon how successfully one can deceive oneself. My mother once said, that, if I don't want to adapt myself to the customs, and tradition, here, there's no other way, than to leave here. But I'm afraid, wherever I may go, as long as I'm in Japan, things will be the same, fundamentally. As for marriage. How can you declare, so certainly, that you think, you will never marry? You will never know. It's likely, that you'll change your mind, if you meet your ideal woman, in the future. If that's your way of discouraging me, from thinking of you, you needn't say that anymore. I'm trying not to ask you, any unreasonable things. But after all, whatever you may say, my habit of thinking of you would not be changed, for the time being. Though, it's me, who suggested first, to break up our relation, I changed my mind, and now, I think, it's so painful, to break it up, so suddenly, and completely. It is, as if breaking, one little precious dream, that I got, after a long time. There's no assurance, that I'll pass the exams next February. I hope, I will. But, I feel, there's something more important than the success of the exams. Maybe, I'm madly seeking for something like a utopia. But I'm not sure. I hope you are not disturbed by my letters from Japan. Namiko. 70th letter. Saturday, November 27, 
1976. Dear Hubert, I received your letter, written between last Sunday, and Monday. I wonder, what made you think that everything is meaningless, after coming home late at night from the city? Maybe, glasses of beer, made you a little bit sentimental, or, since many people tend to say, what they really feel, when drunk, it might be no wonder, that you said, that everything is meaningless, then. At night, I myself often feel everything vain, and ask myself, if I have done anything worthwhile, during the day. You seem to decide, to keep going on, in Holland. But one thing, that worries me, is, that you can't be interested in the subject. You may not be able to change your subject any more, but I think, a subject is very important. If you have to stick to it, by all means, why don't you try, to find any interesting aspect in the field? If you can't like the whole, I think, you can, at least, like a part of it. Otherwise, it will be completely meaningless. To pursue the thing, you don't like at all, is a waste of precious time. Just as you once said, that my pessimistic nature won't be changed, till I die, so, I think, your nature of, wandering, repeating trial and error, won't be changed, either. But to have a good direction, or not, is another matter. Maybe, you, unfortunately, so talented in various fields, that it is quite difficult for you, to devote yourself to only one field. Once, you said, that you are German, mentally, then it seems, that you could make your present subject a little more interesting, anyhow. I hope, you can do it. As for people, since you look like a very hospitable person to my eyes, it's a little hard to imagine, that you feel people troublesome. But at least, you have a couple of, or more bosom friends, and between these friends, and you, you can develop a more valuable relationship. It's natural, that you can change the way, in which you contact people, depending on people. I myself, still fear people, quite vaguely. I really came to feel nowadays, that so many people are going to die, without doing anything meaningful, at least absolutely, or objectively. However hard, they think, they've lived, it's almost nothing in the light of the human history. How sad the human fate, is. According to, T. S. Eliot, there are only, birth, copulation, and death. But I don't see any sense, in the preservation of race. But, anyway, I'm trying to find, what seems to me, a very important thing in life. Namiko. This was the twelfth episode of the epistolary novel. A Japanese Dream in 79 Letters, by Martin Glimmon. The text was read to you by a machine and therefore some mispronunciation may have occurred here and there. And as I mentioned earlier, in the intro, it also may have happened, that there were some errors in the construction of sentences, or some imperfection in the use of the correct vocabulary. I hope, it did not disturb you too much. Thank you for listening and goodbye.